welcome to Face to Face. Hey, I'm David. And I'm MK. Hey, welcome to our first episode of Face to Face. We are going to just be having natural, everyday conversations about real-world events and just trying to tie in the Bible uh, and some, some biblical perspectives, especially where is God in all, in all of these situations that, um, that we face in today's society. Uh, so, MK, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a believer, and I am on my journey right now to learn more, and so I took on the call to help and assist with this podcast, webcast, and I am just eager to grow within the Lord and give my perspective. <laughs> such a polished answer. <laughs> Haters will <laughs> hate. Well, we can always leave it to her to be a little classy. Um, but <laughs> but um, I'm Damon. Um, so this podcast was uh, given to me in a dream. Uh, about three months ago at, at the beginning of uh, the coronavirus. Actually, I, it was only supposed to be a one-time thing, and then after um, the live that I did uh, with uh, one of my uh, friends, um, we God spoke to me and said, well, you should t- totally make this a thing. And so to have MK join me um, is, is very, very... Exciting. He's exciting, y'all. Let's just say that. I am, because this has been my life for the past three months, and when I introduced this to her, she jumped on and was ready to to get to work, so I'm I'm definitely blessed to have a friend like you. And I'm blessed to just, you know, (laughs) follow in the name of the Lord and do His work, so. (laughs) So... We'll have episodes uh, dropping every two weeks uh, on on a on a Monday, and then um, from there we'll um, we'll continue to put up push out content. So as we go forward, please like, subscribe, and invite. And you. share. Yes, follow all of the directions. So <laughs> like, subscribe, and share, and then maybe we can keep this thing um, running. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and just segue into our um, the the meat of our our business tonight. Our business. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was the word. We're getting into the word. We are getting into the word. But uh, on, a, on a serious note, um, I do want to uh, have a trigger warning for this. Um, we do not condone violence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, I, Stay ready. I, I, I feel that and we should be responsible and say, okay. you know, while we don't condone violence um, and, and given today's climate, uh, we we do want to put this the topic out. Um, you know, we we are for Black Lives Matter, and we will be focusing on that uh, in tonight's episode. So again, we don't condone condone violence, but there are some some conversations that we will be some topics that we'll be having tonight, uh, and that may not be suitable for children's ears under age thirteen or so, whatever they say. You know, I don't oh, know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right, so let's jump on in, Javon. <laughs> uh, well, well, are you nervous? <laughs> we give a trigger warning. So, <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to stay ready. Okay? Just trying to stay ready. Just trying to stay ready. Yes. All right. So, but with the with the movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, and with especially with the recent events of Ahmaud Arbery and um, uh, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, especially. Um, as well as um, Mr. Brooks, uh, Rashad Brooks, you know, it, 
we've we've seen uh, a movement in in this society, and we've seen that you know we have people on one side or that are for one thing, and then we have people on another side that are for another. But all all in all, we. Just, I, I think the, the the real question is, and I think as I uh, peruse through social media, I, I often see the question is, where is the church in this? Right, that's a big question. Where is the church? Where's the black church? Where is Christianity falling all this? So I'm excited to get ready to talk about this topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so so um so the title of this one is No Justice, No Peace, but um, K N O W as in no. So we're going to talk about justice and peace and, and how we define justice as a, as a people and how God defines justice. And also, we'll give an example from uh, Jehoshaphat and, uh, in Second Chronicles and how we should all have some sort of position and take a position in all of this. Um, you ready to go there? I'm ready to play my position. <laughs> Are you? I can always count on you to do <laughs> but before we segue into this, um, I do have a friend, uh, Dr. Shaniqua Webb. She will be uh, launching a podcast soon, Spiteful Conversations with SNL. She and her friend, uh, cousin, they will be uh, launching one soon. Look forward to it in July. Um, and so we'll go back into Jehoshaphat's prayer. All right, let's go. So um, when we enter into Jehoshaphat's prayer, in 2 Chronicles, verse 20, um, we first are introduced to three different types of tribes that are about to wage war on Jehoshaphat. And so I'm going to lean on Jermon right now to kind of talk to us about these different tribes. It was the Moabites, the Amorites, and the uh, menuites. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. So, so when when um, Moses uh, freed. Oh, okay. Okay. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> when Moses freed the the people uh, from Egypt, uh, the Israel Israelites from Egypt, um, they he God promised them a land, and so basically the the three. People or groups of people that are rising up against Jehoshaphat at this point are people um, that God didn't let the Israelites um, take advantage of. He wouldn't let them take over the land. So now that we see at a point now that they are rising up against the Israelites in, a, in, a, in, a, in an attempt to um, to overtake them, and but the the, the key thing here is um, let's talk about justice as we define it as a culture. And so before the podcast, um, before before we did all of this, I looked up what the dictionary says justice is. And so okay. the dictionary basically says justice is the quality of being fair. So So who defines fair, <laughs> So I mean, just to take my uneducated guess, I would I would think the affluent, the the people who are on the side of, you know, whatever, whatever they want is what they need and you know, they make the laws and so they decide what is fair and, and, and who benefits from that. And so I think fairness and justice has become a concept that it's not about right or wrong. It's about, you know, what can I do um, to... It's almost become a, a tool of oppression um, that, that I would, I would kind of say, especially in today's climate. I, mean, I don't know if you view justice in that, in that matter. I mean, I think 
you know, when we look at um, the verdict on what happened to Breonna Taylor and just looking at the results that we're seeing so far, no one's been charged. Um, yes, a bill has been passed. But nobody's been charged. But nobody's been charged. Nobody's saying her name anymore. So, and like, I even see today that people are, are posting, reposting, you know, by the way, BTW, Breonna Taylor. So, and, and, and we live in a society where because you put on a uniform or because you stand on the side of justice or because your uniform says justice, you know, when you look at a cop, you automatically think justice, that you can't be charged for basically the same thing you would be doing if you were in that uniform. So, I mean, this is a young lady that was sleeping. And her boyfriend, out of a sense of self-defense, was protecting his home and protecting his woman um, when the cops broke in. Um, I think, you know, that speaks volumes because a lot of times, you know, we're told the right to bear arms. It's our amendment rights, things like that. You have all of this over and over and over again where, you know, it, 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 it can't be a coincidence at this point, you know. Um, just look at um, Rashad Brooks, um, you know, right in the middle of this pandemic, within a pandemic, we see this ever occurring over and over and over again. And so where is the justice? Like, where, where is justice in all of this? Is, That's a great question. Is it, a, it, but is that something that we can physically obtain? Like, well, I think we need to go to the Bible and see what it says. <laughs> Good point. Because God defines justice totally different from what we define justice. God's idea of justice is to make right. Mm. So God basically says to do to make it right. So whatever wrong it is, we're making it right. It's not about fairness um, because we don't have the capacity to determine what is fair. Mm -hmm. We've set up a justice system. We've set up all of this, but it's flawed. We've seen that over and over again. You know, we've seen killers get off and people innocent in jail. We've probably killed so many innocent people on death row, but that's a whole other topic um, within a topic. But God's idea of justice is to make it right. And so the, the question is, do we as humans have the capacity to make things right? Do we have that capacity? I mean, I think on some level, we can do our best. Exactly. Exactly. We, we can do our best. And so let's, let's go back to Jehoshaphat. So we see that these, this army, they, they, these three armies, they are rising up against the Israelites. And so the first thing that Jehoshaphat does is he calls a fast and he begins to pray. But before we even get to that, Daron, the word talks about how um, the people came to Jehoshaphat mm -hmm. and told him that, you know, these armies are coming against us. And Jehoshaphat was initially alarmed. Mm -hmm. Oh, good point. And so I think sometimes when we think about being alarmed, a, a synonym for that can be anxious. And anxious is, you know, being unsure about your future. So we got to really get into the mindset of where Jehoshaphat was before he started this fast. Good point. Good point. 
And but and just to make it relevant to all of us and, and, and to the people who are active in, in the movement too, the alarm, the sense of being alarmed is is what motivates a lot of people to engage in the behaviors that they engage in, you know, the, uh, the protesting, um, the looting, um, and, you know, and sometimes it is violence. And I, I mean, it's all about being alarmed. We, 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 we can understand Jehoshaphat's point of view because it's written, but we could never understand another person's point of view as why they would, you know, why they're motivated to do such, such mm-hmm. things. And, and, but a good point is, you know, when we are alarmed, what do we do? Yes. What What would you do? I'm telling you, I probably would try to retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, go hide? I'm, <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> That's me what I would do. I would go hide. <laughs> Where would you hide? Listen, I can't tell you a hiding place. <laughs> but I just know for me if I was alarmed if I was concerned if I felt like something was coming against me I I think I probably would have a a sense of fear a sense of fear and and see and and that's where Jehoshaphat's mindset was he was like okay you told us Mm. not to go bother those people well, why are you letting those people come over here and bother Right, okay. We stood on our side of the line for all these years, but now here they are. They coming up against us. But Jehoshaphat made the right choice. He made, he said, well, let's just declare a fast. Let's, let's fast first. And there are a lot of things that we can break with fasting. Um, we don't like it in our society because we are, we like microwave things. Right. Like, we like things like right now. Like those popcorn you just had, like before. Oh, before. why you had a cup? But I think it's important to talk about the fast because when you fast, it removes distraction. So within the fast, there's a focus. Oh, fast brings here. about focus. All right, <laughs> that's a word. All right, fast brings about focus. I mean, that's a good point that that you made because he had to get into the mindset of. I'm going to battle. I'm going to battle. Now, am I saying, are we saying that, you know, the people that are in this protest need to be fasting? Is that what we, the message that we are? I mean, I think if we're taking it from a biblical perspective, we can, we can apply this to our everyday lives. Exactly. Because when we fast and we, we create that sense of focus, what are we focusing on? We're focusing on Christ. We're focusing on God. And creating a relationship mm-hmm. so he can prepare us for the battle. Amen. Amen. That's really good. Really good. And so, you know, that, that is a that is a good point to take away from this. And but also when when you fast, things begin to happen. The Bible says things some things come through much prayer mm-hmm. and fasting. So mm-hmm. those two things come hand in hand. And so when we do those things and then God begins to move and God begins to speak and we see that happening in Jehoshaphat's um, story here. He immediately launches into this prayer, this this long, uh, eloquent prayer that, that is considered probably one of the most uh, passionate prayers in, in scripture and it contains a lot of rhetorical questions that shows, you know, what God did for them in the past and, you know, it's just basically saying if you did it for us then, you can sure enough do it for us now. 
But I think in the whole prayer, the, the most important thing is that we got, we, we have God speaking through someone else. And he says, the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. And see, now this becomes, we go from acting in and fasting and praying, but then we have to activate our faith. And see, that's where we all begin to struggle because faith is believing in something that you can't see. So God says, God basically told him, it's my battle. You all just go and take your positions and show up. And, and that's what was coming to mind. God asked us to play our position. So for some of us, we may need to fast. For some of us, we may need to pray. For some of us, we may need to worship in advance. Um, God calls us to, to do things um, and play our position so that we can bring forth the, the charge. And, and that's a good point. We all have a role in this. And um, and honestly, the, the protesters have a role. Mm. The, the the leaders of the movement, they have a role. The looters have a role. I mean, we don't like it. A lot of people don't like it, but there is a role for that. And there is a need. There is a reason people do it. And, and there's a need for it. But also the church as a whole has a role in it. We, if, if, you, if you're solid, then you've already taken the side of the oppressor. And I, I mean, I just put it out there like that. I mean, you have a position to play. And if, if, and if you stand on the side of right, the side of justice, not the side of fairness, because fairness and justice, as we've already sworn out, are not equal, then in this point, in, in, this, in this, this movement that we're in, if you're in the church, if you are an intercessor, you are praying for the leaders. You are praying for the safety of the, protest, of the protesters. Um, you are praying that, you know, hopefully they're not looting their own neighborhoods. You know, things that are in, in there are, are tearing down things that their, their community has built. So these are some things that we need to think about when we are taking our position. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think that that's critical. Um, because we all have a calling on our lives and we all have gifts and talents that God's given us. And so we all have a role to play whenever a change is about to occur, whenever a miracle uh, movement such as this, God is calling us. And it's how we posture ourselves in that, that moment and position ourselves and we can really move things forward. Amen. And and so it is ultimately moving from a point of being alarmed, a point of being fearful, to a point of faith. So we're moving from fear to faith. And that, and that's what Jehoshaphat and, and the Israelites did. They moved from being fearful to being faithful. Just imagine God telling you to just go out and just stand there and do nothing and just watch. That's exactly what he told them to do. But when when they exercise that belief that in the God that they serve, when they exercise that faith, God began to act. He didn't need them to go there. He could have taken the battle himself. But God wanted to see how faithful. So the the, the demonstration. Yes. Yes. How they postured themselves. Exactly. Say. And so the question is, how are you posturing yourself? this? Are you being silent? Are you unsure of what your position is? Are you unsure of where you need to be? Or how you can even take a position or, or, or participate in this 
um, in this movement. I mean, really, even with Jehoshaphat, with all those tribes coming up, up amongst him, it, that was a movement within itself because God was shifting the, the situation, the circumstances, the atmosphere um, forward. Yeah, he was basically shifting everything around him, and they were in, they were in unbelief that God would do this to them. After, you know, they could have taken the, these people, but then they also believed that, you know, he would show up and, and do the same for them. All right, so, Demond, there's just something else I want to touch upon in this passage that I think is so profound. So, there is power in your praise. And there is the point when Jehoshaphat prayed, and afterwards, the people began to praise. And so there is power in your praise. Exactly, exactly, and and it, it, it was them almost saying, "Look at what we believe." You know, we know that this is going to happen, so we're going to just go ahead and put a down payment on it, right? Quick. Down payment. <laughs> we're going to put a, a, a down payment on and deliver. And, yes. And then we're going to go and show up and, and do exactly what God says. And then after God, because God has a plan. Always. Always. So even when we don't see it, and, and, and we and we don't see God working in our situations, and we are living in a pandemic, within a pandemic at this point, and it is kind of hard to see God in this this situation. It's it's kind of hard to to see God when people are being uh, killed uh, for no reason, and when people are dying who who are being who who got sick from this disease. So it's kind of hard to see like God what. What are you trying to show me? But it, it's important for us in times like this to, to act in faith, to continue to believe, to continue to trust, to continue to sow seeds and, and, and do the work of the kingdom. And praise him all in the midst. Because one thing we have been created to do, all of us can do, is open up our mouths and praise him for what he's provided, provisioned, and prepared for us in his plan. And so with that, I think it's so profound because after the battle, when all the enemies ended up destroying each other, Jehoshaphat fell to, to the ground, fell down on his face, and he began to, with the people of Jerusalem, worship and praise for what God has done. So they praised in advance, and then they praised after Everything, everything took place, took place. And, and, and it's so remarkable that you know God sent them to a battle and then made all of the enemies mm. that were against them turn on each other mm. and so but but God is not telling us to just go and just do nothing in this situation he's not saying that but he is saying take your position whatever it may be and then I do believe that all everybody that's orchestrating all of this they're gonna all tumble within themselves. They're gonna implode from the from the middle, and we'll see God's hand in this all, in it all. I know. I mean, we see it now. We see military leaders speaking out. We see uh, people who have positions of power speaking out. I think we see now. Yeah, because Agent Orange had had the worst week of his life last week. Well, you had he had legislation he tried to pass. He had a turned over by the Supreme Court. He and and I think the, the 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 funniest part was his little rally in the middle of a pandemic that 
He thought that he was his people. <laughs> people. <laughs> <And> nobody. <laughs> Did you see those photos? By the way, uh, <laughs> the beaches were empty. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, I you will get to know our personalities as we as we go through this. Um, you know, I can be the little shadiest. Little, one, little. one of us, but <laughs> you haven't seen much of her yet, you mean? <laughs> but but the key takeaways in this, um, and I and I think MK made a very very powerful point uh, when we started this, is that um, when you fast, it brings about focus, and I think that is uh, a, a, that's a concept that the church as a whole, the body of Christ as a whole, has kind of shot away from and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up on, a, on especially on our first episode um, fasting will will lose some things for you and so once you get that focus and then you begin to take your position which is what we talked about and also that feeling of fear and being alarmed so we have to begin to activate our faith so moving from fear to faith and then once we are able to put those three points together and, 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 and begin to walk in all of those things, as we saw here in the, in, in the text from Jehoshaphat, I, be, I believe that God will begin to move even more and turn those things around uh, for us. And, and, and we'll begin to see a shift. Will we see a complete change? I mean, God is able, but is that his will? I'm, I mean, that's, that's up for God to answer. So I think, you know, we've had a great discussion this evening. Um, I think we've got some key takeaways that we pulled from. Yeah, so, yeah, the discussion is always good. So I love sitting down having a, just, you know, a conversation with you. Um, and, 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 so, and I love learning from you because you have so much knowledge about the Bible. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, but I, I think it's, it's just... What we put in is what God brings out. Mm. So, so if we're not putting in anything, then He's not able to use it. And this is a lesson for me because I'm gonna tell you now. I the fact the concept of fasting is not something that I have familiarized myself. <laughs> <laughs> but fasting can be a whole vast topic of its own because I think the most the the thing that we always think about when we think about fasting is food. Uh, you know, yeah, I, fasting, I think so. Fasting from food, and so, and, and that takes a lot of discipline. But I mean, if you can go on a diet and lose weight and do all of this, what some people can't. But you know, if you can do all of that, then you can fast from food. But I mean, it's all about self-discipline and, and, and you know what your focus is is uh, is upon. Um, so uh, we hope you all enjoyed our first episode. Um, we will uh, we will begin to to move forward in the show. And we our like I said, our episodes will begin to drop every two weeks. Um, we've already have the next one planned, and it's going to be all about friendship. So uh, we're going to talk about David and Jonathan a little bit, and you know just evaluate some of the things, uh, some friendships in our lives. Oh. Uh, you know. <laughs> That can be a tough topic because evaluation <laughs> are coming out next week. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, sometimes it is. I mean, take it from Issa and Molly. Oh uh, yeah. So you know, and I, I think with that conversation, that conversation is, is definitely needed.
here. So um, as we go forward, uh, we hope that you all continue to uh, watch and share. And, and join subscribe. in on the conversation with us. Yes, we will post them on social media, and so we will respond to you. So you are welcome to comment. We will have watch parties um, before every episode is dropped. So you know, before you every episode. <laughs> He over here dropping the assignments <laughs> on me in front so, of the camera. So before every episode is dropped, you will get a chance to interact with us. I think it is very important for us to not seem so far away from you guys. Okay. And so I feel that if we create an inviting space, like this lovely space, then I think people will be more comfortable and, and joining into the conversation. Well, I'm Damon. And I'm MK. And Thanks. we look forward to talking with you next week. <laughs> Thank you for joining Face to Face. Good night. Good night. Face.